Hello, Melissa. Hello, Kyle. Good morning. Good morning. It's been a minute since we've uh, we've worked on a podcast, and uh, we've been a little busy <laughs> over the yeah. last few weeks. We, we've we? had a very exciting um, March and, and certainly end of February. Um, yes. A special shout out to all of our new friends that we met at the Communications Summit uh, in lovely Houston, Texas, and um, to our amazing host clubs, the team at Houston Racquet Club and Houston Country Club. We just had a blast, um, and I personally just really enjoyed being with other communications professionals. 100%. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. I think we had a great time. I, as I think I said this last week, but like it's so energizing to be in a room with so many engaged, you know, people who are engaged in such deep learning and connecting. And I think that that's what we experienced at the communication summit. So it was, it was really a special, uh, a special time down in Houston. And hopefully we, we tried something new while we were there. <laughs> we tried to do a, a quote live podcast recording. So Stay tuned. You may get to hear it if the sound quality was good, um, but we had a great time. And uh, now we're we're back on our, our same old nonsense. So we're bringing you another episode. Um, this episode is really a good dovetail following our world conference at the end of February. Um, you know, while we were on site in Orlando, we, you know, we had our opening business session where there was a, a ton of stuff covered, obviously, the business of the association. But one of the um, more important pieces of that session is when our CEO, Jeff Morgan, gets up on stage and gives his annual State of the Association address. Um, I guess it's sort of biannual. He does it at LLC, too. But anyway... <laughs> He's, it's a little different. Um, it's a big audience. And this is where Jeff gets to share his, you know, his report of what's going on in the association and then what's coming down the pike. So there's a lot of things covered. Um, did I miss anything about that, Melissa? It's it's pretty much the, the thing. <laughs> it, it is. And I, I think it's a great opportunity to kind of hear about you know, what CMA is doing and what's coming down the pike. So he always has a great perspective on where the organization is um, and what's coming up. So, you know, it's a, it's a great insider, insider baseball uh, yes. kind of address. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so we wanted to share uh, Jeff's state of the association with our listeners. So if you weren't able to be on site with us at World Conference, this is a great opportunity for you to listen to it. We've also shared this on our YouTube channel. So if you want to watch it, you can do that as well. Um, yep. If you're if you're a visual learner, but if you're like me and you like to just hear things, um, this is a is a great way to do it. So um, you know, far be it for me to keep talking for too much longer. <laughs> but here's Jeff with our. 2023 State of the Association. Good morning, CMAA. My heart is full, and I am certainly walking on sunshine this morning. You are part of a record. This is the largest gathering of club management, club management professionals in the history of the world. We are at the largest conference ever for CMAA, which speaks to the testament of the health 
of club management. I am going to leverage that sunshine and use that to reference a number or something throughout my speech. And I want to start with two. And that two is Chris Borders and me, Grady. Would you guys stand up? For those of you that don't know these two, please tell them hello and talk to them. Chris Borders, I would call him the father of our BMIs. Mead Grady, he is our Iron Man at 96 years old, 96 years young, sir. And the foundation, Mead has touched, done so much for CMA, from helping with purchase our building to being a past president. He was president in the 1987, maybe, 88, somewhere in there, right, Mead? Um, Mead was in that initial core of getting our foundation started, and that became something that many of the chapters then used to start their own foundation. So, gentlemen, we owe you a big thank you, and we're so glad you're here. people like that here, I hope your heart is full too, and you are walking on sunshine. Well, let's get to it. First of all, our CMA membership numbers are at the largest they have ever been, at 7,350 people. That's a 9.4% increase, it's my number, from this past year. That is huge. But wait, there's more. For not free Ginsu knives, but... If you look over the past three years, 35% of our membership is new in the past three years. So while we have seen retirements and seen people move out of club management, we have a lot of fresh faces and new faces coming in. You heard how many new people, new attendees we have. So I think again, this shows the vibrancy of the association and of our community. Financially, you can get more in the annual report and the audit, but just like many of you, we dipped during the pandemic, but we are back stronger than ever. Uh, and thanks to, the, thanks to some PPP money and some earned retention tax credits, uh, we have gotten through the last two years with a net profit or a net excess, which is important. But you can see our revenues are back on that slow incline, which is what we want and we make sure our expenses are just underneath that. One of the things that I am very proud of, and it is our member, CMA member equity. When I joined CMAA, we were at negative $2.8 million. This year, we have finally hit net positive at $465,000. It is awesome. Now, unlike clubs, you try not to have that rainy day fund be huge. But from our standpoint, we should have 50 to 60% of, of, of a financial backing. So we need to get to about $6 million. So we have a ways to go, but we are on that path. Our building, 
uh, we went through a process of remortgaging our building just before interest rates went up. And we have a, a $2.1 million, my number, uh, mortgage on our building. It is a 10-year mortgage. And the board, any net excess, we put half of that aside, and we are hoping to pay this building off in 10 years. Our building is worth about $5 million. So if you take out that $2 million, you could sort of say, okay, we have $3 million um, in, in net assets as well to add to that number, even though it's not liquid. And we like liquid numbers in case we ever have a crisis in, in, the, in, in our association. One of the things that, that we have seen is club careers going up this past year. We had 670 listings versus 493. That's a 35% increase. I won't call it churn, but I will call it opportunity. And uh, it is a significant change that we are undergoing and that we have all seen uh, in, our, in our clubs and in club management. One of the other things that is key and, and sort of core to CMAA is our education. And certification is at the top of that. Over this past year, we had 19 BMIs and 804 people attending those in the United States. However, this is a global community of club management professionals. And that CCM and those BMIs, even though they may be called something different, MDPs uh, globally, my number is we had 51 BMIs across the world. We had 1,266 attendees across the world in one of our BMI programs. So thank you to our global partners. Thank you all for uh, being part of that community of club management professionals globally. We did a lot last year, uh, lots of programs. San Diego, we got very lucky in the sense that we came back to San Diego and we had told everybody we were gonna wear masks and that mask mandate dropped a week before the conference. So we actually uh, had a great conference, a little bit lighter, but it was still a great conference. My number there is 500. Mitchell had already said, many of you saw, we have 540 first timers here, so 500 plus, which is awesome. And it's a wonderful number, and again, shows the health of our, of our profession. We also did a redevelopment or a redesign of Club Management Magazine this past year. And one of the things that you can do is it's not only a hard copy, but it's online. And so the number there is almost close to 8,600, which were the, was the page views of the magazine online. We also did a refresh of our website that was long overdue. And it was something that we had to get a lot of technology in place behind the scenes first. But we had 100,000 plus page views of our website over this past year. On the research front, we had a lot going on. We had a great task force that did uh, Universal Club Performance Indicators Task Force. Thank you all very much. We have a capital improvements white paper that's in development, and there's a, a, a demographic, club demographic assessment in the field right now that is helping with our DEI effort, which I know it was talked about by some of our candidates, it is critically important. We need to make sure that as a community, we are welcoming to all to see the benefits of working in clubs. Six is the number there. I'm gonna test you. How many of you know those six key 
performance indicators. Don't all raise your hand, but it's a great read and it's an important body of work. The Club Foundation continues to grow and evolve and continues to fund a lot of scholarships and other activities. They were part of that funding for this demographic DEI benchmarking survey for the next three years. The number there is 2,343. And to each of you that gave to the foundation, in total it was 2,343 people. That is about a third of our membership who contributed in some way to the foundation financially to help everybody else. Thank you all very much. And I'm sure my CF board would say that gives us an opportunity if two thirds of you have not given to the foundation, so there's an opportunity there to give to the foundation in some form or another. And you'll have opportunities during conference to do that. Our partners were just up here. My appreciation to our partners, thank you. Um, without you, we could not do what we do as an association. So to the 14 of you, thank you very much. Students, students, as was talked about, is extremely, extremely important. And we have a lot of initiatives going on with our students. One of the things we are most excited about that is launching here is a CMA ver verified club internship program. We feel the more we can do to help our students understand which internships programs have a rotational uh, a process to it and have it, other things to it, uh, it is going to benefit our students and benefit all of you. So go to the, the membership pavilion, go to the, the, and ask about this, and there's a form there that you can see what you need to do to sign up to become a verified internship program. I am delighted I got asked to be part of uh, ICRE, which is the hospitality uh, teachers and universities and, uh, on an advisory panel, and that is another critical area that anything we can do with our universities, we want to continue to do. We have a new recruitment video coming out that you will see at some point during conference that shows the benefits of working in clubs. And so that is going to be widely available. All of you can use that, whether you're in your universities or in your clubs, to show how important and how cool it is to work in clubs. We've also launched something new. As you know, we had the Club Spa and Fitness Association that we took over a few years ago. We have now gone to our next evolution as an association by creating communities. Our first community was to take CSFA and merge it into CMA as a club wellness community. It is a membership-like. We are calling you subscribers, so we stay in, in line with our bylaws. And that first community, club wellness community, has been launched, as well as a communications community. There is a community in the sense of an online community. There is a community in the sense of an event or a summit. There is research. There is all sorts of stuff around these communities. As CMA members, when you pay your dues, you have the ability to opt into these so you can get all the benefit of that if you're a smaller club and wanna, wanna understand what's going on wellness or what's going on communication. But we hope that you will see the benefit for a couple hundred dollars to have your professionals join these as well. So we are excited about this. Three is the number that, are com that is coming out in 2023. 
So there's one more that's going to come out in the fall, but there's two that are launched right now. More to come in the future as well. Contemporary club management. I've done a lot in eight years, but this one has been one of my hardest things to sort of deal with. Somewhere in our history, we co-trademarked contemporary club management, and now that half of that trademark is with the National Restaurant Association. So we've been trying for several years to get that back into CMA, and uh, because we really need to update that book and then create a process to where we keep it updated. I am pleased to say that we are wait, working with an agreement to get that trademark finally back so we can get that updated and it will truly belong to CMA, which is huge and my clock is there because this has been way too long to make happen. But we're finally there. Jason and his team can then move on with the updating. It will go to electronic form and there will be teaching guides and other things around it. Our arrangement with the National Restaurant Association is that they will offer it in hardcover and be able to sell that. So there'll be two ways to get it, but the trademark is truly ours. So we are excited about that. Some other things coming in 2023, a people and culture summit. As you've seen, we've done summits over the past few years. This is the latest one to be launched, mid-management task force. Michael will mention this when he takes the stage, but we want to focus on how do we make sure there is stickiness among mid-managers and how do we support you. National Club Association, somewhere it was mentioned as well, we are doing a governance project with that. I think Joe mentioned that in his speech. That is critically important that we work together as two associations. BMI Wine and Food uh, is coming back. It has been uh, lapsed for a few years, but we are excited to get it back. Randy Reuter is leading that for us, so thank you, Randy. And lastly, uh, when we stood up here, right when I stood up here right before the pandemic, I talked about our new strategic plan, and then bam, we had this pandemic. So we are revisiting that uh, through our committee structure and through our boards to not do a full-fledged update of our full-fledged redo of our strategic plan, but to look and drop some things and add some things based upon how the world has changed. So that when we stand here next year, we will talk about. Mitchell mentioned, and thank you for approving the annual report, we have an Ask the Leadership session on Monday. That is one of those things that I always feel there's never, people are never going to show up and ask questions, and we always fill that hour. So that 60 is the number, 60 minutes to ask any question you have. And with that, that is my sunshine report. Thank you all for your membership. Thank you all for being here. Okay, well, as you can tell, it's a busy time for CMAA. We've got a lot of balls in the air, a lot of a lot of cats to herd, a lot of ducks to put in a row. Many things are going on, many things, all of them exciting. Absolutely, and we just dropped a registration opening for our club leadership summits. Uh, that is the opportunity for you and uh, your club's elected leaders to have cooperative education and really enhance your partnership. And so these one-day summits are offered um, around the country each year. We also have a virtual offering. So for folks that can't make it in person, um, very accessible. So our first one is coming up in May, May 22nd at the beautiful Chicago, Chicago Club in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Um, you know, we they talk about 
governance, finance, club trends, and new this year, we've added a section on club legislation. So you get to hear from Joe Trager with the National Club Association. Uh, registration is open now. So just hit the events tab on CMA's homepage, um, the learn tab, I'm sorry, and hit uh, meetings <laughs> and events. Sorry, I was yes. one, one uh, level up. And uh, you can find about uh, find out about that one, as well as our virtual offering, which will be coming up in June. Um, if you're more East Coast, we will be at the Chevy Chase Club in Maryland in Septem on September 6th. Uh, registration has not opened for that yet, but stay tuned. We'll be launching that one uh, very shortly as well. Yeah, you can go ahead and mark your calendars now if that's one that you're interested in attending. Um, we also have some um, a really cool webinar series coming up, and this was put on by our club wellness community. Um, this is the 2023 Budget Boot Camp Series. Now, this is something that uh, we did last year as part of the Club Spa and Fitness Association, and now that they've transitioned into the club wellness community, this is an opportunity that's open to all CMAA members, uh, as well as those uh, club wellness community subscribers. But this budget bootcamp series runs April 4th through the 18th. It's going to be um, three different sessions. So each Tuesday in those weeks, April 4th, April 11th, and April 18th um, from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. But this, uh, this bootcamp series covers everything from wellness, sports, recreation, and youth. And it's going to be led by Ray Cronin, um, who is a you know close uh, working partner with us at CMAA, but he works with club benchmarking. And this three-part series covers an in-depth conversation on club finances and budgeting basics, as well as, you know, how all of those things tie into a club's health and wellness operation. So it's a pretty specific look at how your budget uh, affects your club wellness, like, plan. Um, so I definitely recommend signing up. There's still time. Like I said, this doesn't start until April 4th. So that's not till next week <laughs> at the time of our recording. Um, but definitely take advantage of this opportunity. It's, you know, three different sessions. You can earn up to six CMI credits and a certificate of completion for taking all three webinars in this series. So definitely recommend if you want to learn more about this session, uh, please head over to the membership tab and go to community and then hit up that club wellness community and you will find more information there about this event. Awesome. So the other great activity that's coming up very soon is my favorite day of the year, which is National Golf Day. <laughs> it's Melissa's Christmas. Um, and this is an event put on by the American Golf Industry Coalition, of which CMA is a, a, an active member. Um, and this is the 15th year of this event, and it's actually coming back in person the last two years because the Hill was uh, virtual and staff were virtual. The event was virtual. Um, but this year it's going to be back in town. So we're back here on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. The lobby event uh, is Wednesday, May 10th, but we do have events starting on the 8th uh, with a uh, service project and then official training on the 9th. So I encourage you all to join this event. It is so much fun. It's a great opportunity to really educate lawmakers on our industry, our needs, um, and to keep them informed. So if you head to golfcoalition.org, uh, just hit the tab for National Golf Day and 
2023. Find out all the events. There's no cost to register for the event. Um, it, it's just the cost of your accommodations and travel to and from the Washington, D.C. area. So please join CMA's entire advocacy committee will be participating. It's a great opportunity uh, to learn more about advocacy and governance. So I hope to see you here in May. It's beautiful that time of year. It really is. And I'll just add my own little plug for this. If you're somebody who's like tangentially interested in advocacy work or really just kind of curious about how things work on Capitol Hill, um, and you might have, you know, the the rudimentary understanding that we all get from our high school civics class, but you've never seen it in action, this is a great opportunity to really sort of um, get, literally get a foot in the door and understand, you know, how, um, how our our government works and what quote lobbying is really like it's 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 all about building those relationships and having conversations um and that's what you get to do as part of the delegation for national golf day is that you get to go have those conversations with the folks who are in the room making decisions whether that's members of congress or their staff everyone that you talk to um is important and has and has something to to give to the situation. So I definitely recommend if even if you're a little bit curious to um, to participate for sure. And I think that covers all of our announcements for this episode. It's a short and sweet one, but we wanted to make sure that we uh, we you know got out to all of you in the month month of March, even though it's been a little busy for us. Um, we'll be back in April with more episodes we have a couple things on the docket you can look forward to as like i said that hopefully live episode from the communication summit um as well as a an opportunity to meet our new in our new chairman michael seabrook so we're going to have those conversations coming to you next month and until then i'm kyle that's melissa thanks for listening to let's talk club management and we'll talk to you again soon take Bye. care friends Let's Talk Club Management podcast is a podcast of the Club Management Association of America. Since 1927, CMAA has been the largest professional association for managers of membership clubs throughout the U.S. and internationally. The objectives of the association are to promote relationships between club management professionals and other similar professions, to encourage the education and advancement of members, and to provide the resources needed for efficient and successful club operations. Under the covenants of professionalism, education, leadership, and community, CMAA continues to extend its reach as the leader in the club management practice. CMAA is headquartered in Alexandria, Virginia, with more than 40 professional chapters and more than 40 student chapters and colonies. Please learn more at www.cmaa.org. Dot org.